Hello and welcome to another episode of The Good Vanilla, a barefoot Contessa podcast where the chicken stock is homemade, store-bought is just fine, and the vanilla is always good. I am your host, Nick Kachanov, and today is a special day on The Good Vanilla podcast because we have our first guest. He is, like myself, a Barefoot Contessa super fan. He is also a Broadway gal, a recording artist, and one of the funniest and kindest people that I know. He puts the easy in elegant and easy. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome to the podcast, Robbie Roselle. Nick, I have so much to say. I'm so excited. <laughs> I know we were talking off mic. I'm like, how much time do we have here? Because a thousand years. I hope I so. Could dis- uh, I could dissect this for a thousand years. <laughs> well, first of all, how are you? Happy Saturday. How are you? Do you did you have brunch? I we had like a brunch of sorts. Our go to Keon and I mm-hmm. is like a like a a breakfast burrito, and it's kind of like whatever we have in the refrigerator most of the time. It's just like eggs, cheese, maybe some spring onions, like a use it uh, up Saturday breakfast. Yeah, burrito. kind of. Yes, yes, yes. If we have like. Some peppers or something. We'll we'll throw that in as well too. And then um, we got we we recently got. I don't know if I mentioned on the podcast like a really swanky coffee slash espresso machine, like nice. a real nice one, mm-hmm. and it has really changed the game for us on Saturday mornings. What is your Saturday morning routine? Is is there a go to dish? Is it just coffee and relaxing? No, it's that look it's like? always coffee. Um, mm-hmm. Like, but I have this very good French press from Germany. Which Ooh. I know is weird, but it's um, <laughs> <laughs> but it's stainless steel, um, so it's yeah. always hot, right? Um, That's nice. Yeah, and because uh, I rented this barn in Tivoli, uh, which is like upstate, uh, okay, and they had this sensational French press, and I went immediately to Amazon and bought it. This was years ago. Um, yeah. There's a lot of Airbnb stories that I have. In fact, I'm going to tell you one later. I uh, can't wait. I know. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, so I always, you know, we'll make coffee. And then Saturdays is just like order a bagel and have yeah. it delivered. Because I'm in Astoria. Ooh. You used to live in Astoria, right? Yeah, off the Dittmar's mm-hmm. okay. stop with Amanda Kaczynski. I mean, the greatest. <laughs> the greatest. Yes. Um, so I live off the Broadway stop. So like Brooklyn okay. Bagel is around the corner. Oh, Brooklyn yeah. Bagel. I miss it. I miss it so much. So that's a Saturday morning and then watching like some kind of Giada or Ina or uh, Bobby Flay. I love to watch Bobby Flay not pronounce his R's when he says brunch. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I love brunch at Bobby's. I, am, I, want, I really think that's one of his better shows. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, it's the gayest show that he has. You know <laughs> what I mean? And I, I think that For, that's like, the straightest broiest guy. Yes. It's fa- also there's a show that's on Discovery Plus uh that's Bobby and Giada just going through Rome and Tuscany. We just started watching it last night. Wow. Guess what? It there's is... only four episodes and I'm I want more. I know. It really is. It's it's, it's really good. produced well. They're perfect together. Are they like together? What's happening there? I, it... Unclear. I feel like Bobby is sort of like the round robin, uh the lazy Susan if as you were <laughs> sure, of the yeah. food network and just yes. sort of makes his way. I unclear. I guess so. Because wasn't she she was married and he was married like twice. Yeah, I know. She was married. To, his name was Todd. And, and I, I just remember th- yeah, go ahead. I won't say a name, but I have a friend who is a Tony winner who was on an episode of Beat Bobby Flay, um, <gasps> and she said that he was hitting on her as well. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, 
he makes good television. Go so that. there's that. Yeah, but truly. honestly, like everything he wears in that show, I want. I would never be able to pull off. But like, I, I yeah. want like his wardrobe. Like that's how yeah. I feel. Like that's how I feel. Like I did look when I was in Italy, but I probably looked more like <laughs> I don't even know. <laughs> fill in the blank. Um, well, you uh, look well, great now. Uh, thank you, thank you. Uh, you as well. You're wearing a good vanilla T-shirt. Tell Not me even about merch this. from you. I know. Yeah, I was gonna say you beat me to it. That's so I like uh, a friend gave me this because again, I am obsessed with the Barefoot Contessa. Yeah. And uh, a couple of years ago, a friend gifted me with two T-shirts. Once, once this vanilla bottle that says "Good Vanilla," and the other one uh, says, "I've got Inatude." <gasps> oh, Inatude. There has to be like a million more puns. I need to like get in touch with Colin. He's like the pun master. At least. Um, oh yeah, he is. He really is good at it. He'll I don't know rip how on he... them and laugh at them yes, as they're yes. going. <laughs> it's really funny too because I texted you probably, I don't know, like let's say two or three weeks ago and I mm-hmm. said, hey, I want you to be a guest on my podcast. And it didn't register at first that it was a Barefoot Contessa podcast. No. And then I got like <laughs> just all these texts. You're like, oh my God. I'm just like rereading this and yes, I'm in. I will be there every week if you need me. <laughs> well, because so here's what I thought. I thought yeah. you were sort of rebooting the no good, very bad gay. Yes, yes, yes. And yes. you wanted me to come on and do an Ina episode. And oh, who I mean, wouldn't, honestly. Yes, yes. Um, because like I've had I had so much fun doing that pod with you the few yeah. times. It was always about Streisand. Uh, yes, it was. Yeah. <laughs> Funny girl, and then we just just did a Barbara Streisand. Just did a straight up episode, Barbara yeah, thing, proper. yeah. Um, and honestly, not enough time. It was highly it condensed. Is. It was like it was like condensed milk, just yeah, thick, <laughs> sweet and condensed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, um, so that's what I thought it was, and then I realized, like a, a few days later, because uh, algorithms, I hadn't sure. noticed that you had launched a whole new pod I that know. was like something I had been mulling for like a year. I was like, I should really just do an episode by episode. I feel like people want that. And you did it because yeah. people want it. And I so hope here they I do. Yes. And I, I, you amongst the others too. And it's it's early days too. But I think it it's just something that I've always had in the back of my mind. I think every mm-hmm. gay man does. But I know it's... that like everyone has their divas. And I think sure. that Ina Garden is my diva. I don't really have like music divas but like i have <laughs> food network divas i guess i don't know how to describe it well but when did you first discover her i talked about it like very briefly in my first episode but i think like most good things like sometimes you can really remember the like the details um but i just kind of remember the broad strokes i remember watching that like four o'clock lineup every day after school and like high school around the early like early aughts um just like it was her and it was Diana. the early aughts i know Carry right <laughs> <laughs> um and then it was uh, paula dean and maybe yeah. like it was just that that was like it was like the tgif but like at four <laughs> o'clock of food network thank god it's food mm-hmm. <laughs> that's, that's what i was yeah I, well i understand because i discovered the food network when uh i lived in tallahassee for a minute okay. doing some theater uh and tallahassee is um dull and sure. i didn't have a car or anything i was just there doing theater so i was sort of stuck in the apartment a lot and um discovered the food network and discovered like emerald and of um, course yeah Sarah Moulton was a, a professional yes. chef who had like yes. a live show where okay. she, people would call in and ask questions while she's like oh, cooking in the test kitchen. And it was insane. Um, 
and <laughs> like uh i'm rachel ray i'm gonna spend forty dollars a day oh, um remember voice, forty dollars a day yes come I on do. when she was like so i just had a steak and a baked potato and the total was 27.52 adding tip and tax and it's 27.59 right and like she gave nothing and there's no way you could spend forty dollars in like Austin, Texas, and make yes. a stretch. It was insane, yeah. but I loved her uh, and Paula Dean, etc. Mm-hmm. And then Ina appeared, and like, ah. yeah, it's like this is the arrival point, which kind of leads into my question mm-hmm. that you've already have started to answer. It's like when you discovered her, you know, what were your th- like? What makes this show special? Like, what makes the Barefoot Contessa stand out amongst all the others too? Okay. A loaded question. I know, it's right? So it is hard. I think what it is is she has this. She's almost a gay man. Like she's yeah. got this passive aggressive. I'm slightly better than you. Air <laughs> that's relatable. Do you know what I mean yes. by that? Though, yeah. It so is. like when she's chopping vegetables and like like she's very aggressive. She just throws potatoes. She the like, eggshells and the right? sink. That's just one of my favorites. Thro- yeah. Like angry. She's very angry and. Also, like when she's having a party at the end of every episode, sort of like the bumper that's always like people yes. trying the food, and she she's got to go like get dessert, and she's like, "Don't have any fun without me." And you're like, "Fuck, <laughs> okay, I won't." Like I've said that before. I'm right? like, "No laughing while I'm gone." Right? I've Poor said it. Tr is just like I'm an under five here. Like, <laughs> what do you mean I can't enjoy? Okay, they have to like yeah. take one bite of their dish and be like, "It's incredible," and she's like, "It's amazing." And <laughs> don't have fun without me and like leaves i'm obsessed with that passive aggressive i'm better than you it's insane mm-hmm. i'm also been obsessed watching the evolution of Ina through the years yes 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 because we're gonna talk about like a very early episode and it's fascinating to see where that is and then where it's gone to like mm-hmm. the last season last year like that sort of arc of what is it yeah and now it's like cook like a pro yeah i feel mm-hmm. like that's her newest because that was her recent most recent cookbook too it's right like it's always named after the that. cookbook yes mm-hmm. yeah which kind of makes sense i i for marketing purposes Branding. too but yeah i but gosh it's like one of the great i mean if ladies and gentlemen if you don't have discovery plus like Ugh. do yourself a favor because i don't know how that compares because you were you were telling me about them Apple TV and like the Food Network Go, yeah. is that what it's called? How does that compare well, so to Discovery Plus? Here's what I discovered. Yeah. With my Discovery Plus. <laughs> Discovery Plus. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Apple TV, uh, the Food Network app, had everything until last December. And then, <sighs> gone. Everything. Wow. Like the most recent season of Basket Basics is there. And that's it. And you're like, where did it all go? It all went to Discovery Plus. I guess so. That's what Hulu did too. There was yeah. like... Uh, I would say maybe like 15 episodes of Cook Like a Pro and we whizzed through them. And now there are only two, two measly episodes. Like, I don't even understand why it's still there. Yeah. So I guess what we're saying is Discovery Plus is the place to be. Yeah. I just love her. I love her. I love her and the love story of her and Jeffrey, which is truly like she's so emasculating to him, but in the most endearing way whatsoever. Did you ever read that uh, interview she gave the New York Times when she renovated her barn? I know you were texting me about it. I didn't get to read it yet. Oh, my God. Friends, here's the thing. So she also she's often like, I've renovated my barn to hold all my cookbooks. Jeffrey yes. did nothing to help. And I'm obsessed <laughs> because this man is like a brilliant, brilliant, yeah. like he's like the dean of his college, right? Yes. Teaches mm-hmm. 
crazy economics I mean, she's, or something. She's yeah. very smart too because she yes. worked for Carter, Carter yes. or Ford, one of the I, presidents. She I wrote, feel like, like it was Carter. Policy. Yeah, yeah. Nuclear policy for Wait, the White House or something. Nuclear policy, and then she was like, "I just really want to sell cashews." <laughs> cashews, yes. I like she's fascinating, and I'm yeah. desperate to like read her memoir sometime. Oh, I hope it happens. Don't it I really must, do? Right? She got a lot of time. What's she doing? Yeah, she loves. I mean, one of her favorite things is writing cookbooks. So yeah. hopefully oh, yeah. that translates to eventually writing a book. Just sit down with just sit down with Barbara. Do you have a bunch of her? Sit- <laughs> do you have a bunch of her cookbooks? I do. I think I have four. I mm-hmm. can't remember which ones because I, I know I have Barefoot in Paris. I know I have Cook Like a Pro. I think I have Cooking for Jeffrey. No, I don't think I have Cooking for Jeffrey. Um, how easy is that? Yeah. Yeah. It's like, and I mean, that's kind of the next question too is like, do you have cookbooks? Oh. Is there a go-to recipe that you've made in the past that is just exceptionally Great. So, yes, I definitely have cookbooks. Um, <laughs> on top of that, I go to East Hampton a lot uh, because I like to walk it. It's so gorgeous. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there's a bookstore right on sort of the main drag there. Okay. Uh, which is like, it's by like Eli Zaber's store that's in East Hampton, etc. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's Harper's Books, but I've, I've been wrong before. That sounds familiar. Right. Well, but they sell her cookbooks and they're all signed. Ooh, that's nice. Yes. So every time I'm yeah. in, um, and I'd like to just go there and walk around. I obviously haven't been in a uh, long time. A minute. Right. Yeah. <laughs> but I like we like to go, we'll stop in Southampton, go to the Golden Pear and get like a breakfast situation yeah. and then go into East Hampton, wander the shops. Uh, I have a Hampton Starbucks mug. There's a Hampton Starbucks mug <gasps> in front of I was unaware. I'm going to send you a link. Okay, yeah. It's but so and I'd love to like go to these places and see these things. Well, I've definitely driven past her house. I'm not obsessed. <laughs> not by any not means. By any stretch. But yeah, so I have like a bunch of the cookbooks. Um and I also have some barefoot contessa napkins. Please tell us that story. Great. So uh, I said there's some Airbnb situations um, in my past, and this is one. We once rented uh, a home that was unbeknownst to me and any of us, really. It was uh, Barbara, her assistant's yes, best Barbara friend's. Barbara Libeth. Yes. Her best friend's, uh, Barbara's best friend's home. And it's oh. stunning. Right. But, like, we get there, and, like, you know, there's this massive kitchen. Oh, my God. There were five of us. um, I'm not rich. I feel the need to say this up front. I have no money. <laughs> I just ended up in the Hamptons in Barbara, Barbara's best friend's home uh, for a weekend. Um, it was beautiful. And, uh, but like we walked in and there's like these, uh, the, the yellow cherry tomatoes just sitting on that were truly just picked from their garden, um, just sitting there for us. And then like we open a drawer. And there's some barefoot Contessa paper napkins with the the lowercase in that blue. You know that blue. Yes, I know them well. It's so iconic. Did I steal them? Yes, I stole some. <laughs> yeah, I definitely Do I regret did. it. No, no, not at all. Leave me <laughs> not a, at all. Leave me a three star review on your uh, Airbnb. <laughs> How was this person? Yes, stole some barefoot Contessa napkins. Worth it. Well worth it. Worth it. Come on. Oh my gosh, I love that. I I really have to cuz she has like a a few bits of merch. I mean, I will say like her mug 
leaves something to be desired as far as just from a design standpoint. Sure. But I still want one. And like, do I want that denim hat? Maybe. <laughs> she loves her denim. Uh, they, yeah. There used to be like a whole line of like Barefoot Contessa um, food products. And I don't think they're made anymore. Hmm. There was like frozen dinner, like frozen food in a bag. Oh. Yeah. This is kind of ringing a bell, but I... And then there were like a bunch of baked goods that you could buy, um, like boxed baked goods. Okay. You know, cookie mix and the the like. I don't think any of them exist anymore. Interesting. Have you ever been to any of like the stops on my Barefoot Contessa, like East Hampton tour, like Loaves and Fishes? Sure have. Or even... I mean... Tell me. Go. Uh, (laughs) Yes, of course, I've been to Loaves and Fishes. Uh, Uh, More importantly... I've been to Michael the Florist. <gasps> Robbie! I know. I likes one of orange and tulips. So I'm getting these orange tulips and I'm putting them in hollowed out eggs. Uh, I love him. He's always, he always looks like a cupcake. So he does. And right? he's always wearing that orange, always. like an orange lumpy sweater. It's, yeah. and I, I just, he's one of my, like, if not my top three favorite, like, men of, of the of like the people who stop by yeah i just think he's so sweet and he's so also o- one of the only ones who have stuck around for all 800 seasons of the show yes tr's TR like left, i yeah. gotta go i got a jc penny catalog to shoot <laughs> none of the women ever get any time that's true they're they're of all like a specific type of right women there's too. the um, card sharks which is a great episode i almost yes. recommended it but you did it Yes, Car um, Sharks is great. Right? It's just like um, there there are those who are in the orbit, and then there are like friends who are like Taylor Swift or like. Yes, a Rob Marshall. Robbie Marshall. The Mary Poppins episode. Almost Lin-Manuel. recommended that only yeah. for the cringeworthiness of Lynn Manuel saying Haircut Verts over and over. Haircut <laughs> <Yeah>. Verts. <laughs> Haircut Verts. Pulitzer Prize winner, Lynn Manuel. I, I, I know, right? <laughs> I, there's like such a, um, when you sign up to watch an episode with a guest too, mm-hmm. it's like, sometimes you can tell that she's really familiar with them, but yeah. like, it is just such a, like, I tried to articulate it as best as I could, but like, there's so much love that I have for Ina and like so much, it like brings me so much comfort and like, and really joy to like watch her and just like. It is escapism for like for sure, like and it has been for a long time for me mm-hmm. too. But like the sheer awkwardness of it all, and like how over the years, like she has got better. Yeah. But it's just like I don't know how to describe like the things that like does she know that she's funny? Does the editing room know that she's funny? No. And does she I have think, a sense of humor about herself? I, I think hope I'll, she does. I th- I feel like she has one, but I f- also feel like Kirsten Dunst. She is very serious. And yes. that's what makes her funny. So, mm-hmm. like, Kirsten Dunst in Drop Dead Gorgeous has no idea she's hilarious because she's just playing the truth. That's right? true. That's so true. It's just that that's who she is. She's just, like, unapologetically. And what's so fascinating is the episode we talk about is where they're trying to, like, graft something on her that really doesn't work as well. Yes, it's sort of like Nigella sex. Pu- yes, I was just. Oh my gosh, uh, it was exactly that. So I'm Nigella so glad Lawson, you know that. yeah, yes. For for the listeners who don't know, is sort of the um, very sexy London version of Ina Garten, mm-hmm. um, who mm-hmm. once said that a panna cotta should quiver like the inside of an 18th century courtesan's inner thigh. <laughs> And if you don't know more recently, the Microwave, if you don't know who (laughs) the Nightingella is, uh, yes. But 
very similar vibes too. Very, and, uh, yeah. And they, but I also lo- really love Nigella for like all everything that she does. But also for who she is, I feel like that's very authentic to Nigella. Mm-hmm. Where for uh, Ina, f- for, uh, at the beginning they were just trying to make an American version of Nigella's show, and then when they just let her be her. Um, and didn't graft anything on her is when she became more successful. Not not successful as in like more people were watching, but I mean, uh, it was more authentic and you understood it better. Yeah, absolutely. It is, gosh, I mean, branding is, I think that everyone just has like an idea of what their brand is going to look like. And, I, and even from like a, I don't know what the inner workings of like making a cooking show are, but like it it just does not work and like she had to kind of settle into that Mm -hmm. what it is now and like even now like i really don't know how to describe it like i think of like cozy i think of comfort food i think of um you know it's elevated but Mm -hmm. like there there are moments of like i don't know i think in my first episode it like makes it you feel like you're a part of that world when you're in it even if you're just like covered in like cheetos on your couch truly if you have three pennies that you found under a couch cushion it's fine because she's gonna make a filet of beef sandwich that would probably cost you a month's rent and you're okay with it but every time she says get the really good x and like i will pull out my Google machine and go, how much <laughs> is a, a wheel of Parmesan? Yes. Uh, and it's like $800. And you're like, cool. <laughs> I live in Astoria. Yes, uh, <laughs> exactly. And it's the passive aggressiveness of like store-bought's fine. Right? Yeah. And it's, it's become those, go ahead, go ahead. No, that, but it's really just like, she, she'll look down on you and judge you like an Astoria gay, like a Hell's mm-hmm. Kitchen gay. Sure, yeah, I was just going to say, right? more specifically. Yeah. Right, but uh, she also gets it, but she doesn't because she doesn't live in that world. She is very much pulling from her world, and her world is a world of uh, money and privilege, and yeah. so she can afford to go to fucking loaves and fishes. Yes, exactly, and get the lobster and get the filet right. of beef. Go, oh, get yourself get yourself five pounds of lobster for this pot pie. Ina, I... <laughs> I have to pay for my health insurance. I know. I know. <laughs> uh, but it, it. But all that being said, too, like, it's enough. Like, you easily, I don't know, like, you, you forgive it or you sort of, uh, you just kind of go along with the ride, too, because it's just like, oh, Ina. Um, sure. And sometimes you were you were starting to talk about it, too, but recipes that you have made. Is there mm. any, like, cake or dish that you've oh. made recently or in the past that's always, like, a winner? We always... When we have people over, uh, my husband is Italian and loves to hand roll pasta, mm. um, and it's very good. So we always go to say, the weeknight yeah. bolognese, always, yes. because it always wins. Um, and we make her chicken stock twice a month. Interesting. Because, is yeah. it a big, how big of a pot do you need to have, uh, We have a, I feel We like... have a very big stock pot. Um, okay. My Instagram is often full of, the story at least, is often full of stuff that we're cooking okay. uh, from, and usually it's like from an Ina recipe because mm-hmm. the, they're tried and true, right? They're not like yeah. Martha, Stu- I don't want to put her down, but uh, sure. they're not like Martha Stewart's recipes that don't feel tested in any way, and they're sort of bland. Yeah. These are like, these are comfort foods that stand up 
mm-hmm. and and make you go wow without killing yourself, right? Yes. She's never going to be like, okay, we're going to make beef Wellington. And you're like, yeah. fuck, I can't make a beef Wellington. I yeah. have a studio apartment, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> but she's going to be like, okay, we're making lobster mac and cheese. And now we're, it's a five cheese combination. So go to your artisan cheese <laughs> monger. Words <laughs> I didn't even know before watching. Yeah. But worth it. And I have to say, like, I definitely started eating organic because of her, like mm-hmm. organic chicken and stuff like that, because she's right. Um, you pay for better quality and you get better food from it. Yeah, there there are a lot of things, just speaking of like the education of Ina Garden too. Mm-hmm. It's like if she knows one thing, I mean, amongst the many things that she's that she excels at, she knows how to entertain. Like from running the specialty food store and just being in like catering and prepping. I mean, Make It Ahead is one of her other cookbooks. Foolproof is just like, you know, all the buzzwords that we're kind of skirting around too. It's like tried and true recipes that she has really put her heart and soul in that she knows are going to be a winner almost every time too. And consistency yeah. is another word it's too that key, comes to mind. Right. Yeah, it is. It, and she will also like what's happened sort of in the later years is she's gone back to those old recipes and just like subbed out something and found a way to make it even better. Yes. Um, and listen, am I ever going to be able to go to France for an extended period of time and try a fucking omelet somewhere and say, I'm going to make that at home? Probably not. But yeah. thank God she did. Yes. Because we have yeah. it. Yeah. Amen. Amen. Well, should we get into this episode? Can Bobby? we? Please. I mean, okay, let's let's talk. So this is season one, episode 13, Elegant and easy. So Ina starts out, when my friends come for dinner during the week and they're expecting takeout pizza, I like to surprise them by making something really elegant, like filet of beef with gorgonzola sauce. <laughs> you know, on a on a Thursday. Yeah, I mean, to be honest, I feel like nowadays it's kind of the opposite. I think when they expect something really elegant, she she turns the volume down. Like, or not turns the volume down. <laughs> but you know what I mean. She might do like, you know, the lobster and shells mm-hmm. sort of situation. Right. The highbrow, lowbrow. Too, yes. But. Oh, she's very much like the uh, the New York Magazine Matrix. Yeah, mm-hmm. kind of. Yes. <laughs> so she's wearing this purple shirt, which is just, first of all, it, it's I was thrown off by it. Let's like talk per- about yes. the, the evolution of the dress of yes. Ina Garten through the years, because it always started with like it's always been sort of block colors. Right. Yeah. Always white, a black blue, pants. Blue denim. Black. Right. Yeah. And and but this first season, especially as they're trying to make her Nigella, they keep putting her in like silks and satins. Yes. And um, curling her hair. Yes. And kind of especially and, for this one. And lips. Like, yes, a bold lip. A bold lip. And and it's, what? That's not the Ina we know. I need a page yeah. boy haircut. I need a denim shent. That's all I need. Yes, a couple buttons open. Yes. Popped collar. Now, am I obsessed with watching her march through places and you just see that streak of color that is her shirt? <laughs> As she's truly marching like she's off to war just to get some cheese. Oh, my God. This episode specifically. Oh, yes. yes. In the vegetable market. <laughs> so so she's there she is. Uh, she she looks good. She does. Honestly, yeah. It's like it's not really the Ina that we, like you said, we know and love. But right. does she look great? Yeah. Sure. She, she looks like she's getting ready for like a really, I mean, I guess appropriately so elegant party. Yeah. She looks yeah. like 
almost <laughs> how she looked when I stalked her at the Into the Woods. I was going to say, I, yes, please tell me. You've been in the same room with Ina. You've breathed the same air. Correct. <laughs> and I could not get to her. So, of course. Um, around the time of the Into the Woods film, mm-hmm. uh, Lilla Crawford's mother, who was Little Red Riding Hood in the oh, film, yeah. uh, contacted me because she needed a web presence because this film was coming out and they had no money um because they filmed into the woods for next to nothing uh and would i help her and of course they'd keep using me later which happened and uh lilla was lovely etc but one of the perks of it was they took me to the premiere of the film at the ziegfeld which is now like a ballroom but it was this (sighs) stunning uh movie palace and everybody in the world was there uh, the entire cast was there, um, oh and they Lord. all came up beforehand, and there was like a, you know, big director chairs where they all sat together and did a short panel, and Steve Sondheim wandered in with his one eye. My God. Because um, <laughs> he, he yeah, truly I looks know, like yeah. a mole person. Like, it's true. It's, it's true, always yeah. shut now. Uh, and But Ina and Jeffrey were there, and I, at, at time stopped for me in that moment. Yeah. I tweeted about it because I didn't know what to do. Uh, the film happens and it's fine. Um, sure. With yeah. moments of good. It's another podcast. Yeah. I was just right. Gonna say. Uh, there are moments of it that are wonderful. Yeah. And then the party afterwards is at um, the Edison ballroom. So we make our way from the Ziegfeld over to the Edison ballroom. And actually they're serving filet of beef, which is really <laughs> funny. Uh, yeah. Irony. Yeah. And, I'm sitting over at Lilith's table and, you know, we're talking whatever. But then I see I see her. I see her out of the corner of my eye at another oh table gosh. with Jeffrey. And they're eating. And they're they're at Robbie Marshall's table. And how of easy course. is that? Um, because they're good friends. Yeah. Yeah. As you can, like, he shows up multiple times in the yeah. series. He's, He's a been in the nine episode. There was, well, like, another episode. The Mary Poppins Italian. episode. Yeah, the Mary Poppins. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, three. So, three. Yeah. I'm making granola for my friend Robbie Marshall, who's cutting the nine trailer. It's like, amazing. Like, nobody wants a fucking granola bar while they're watching Fergie sing. Relax. <laughs> so, and I keep trying to get to her, but I can't get around all the people. There's so many yeah. fucking people there. Uh, and by the time I got over there, she had gone. She was no. gone. But I have been... 10 feet from the garden. Uh, and she's a tiny lady. I yeah. feel like she's really not that tall. Like every time I see her, even with like other, like with Lydie, her assistant, who is like super tall, like she, mm-hmm. I just feel like she's, um, or she's not her assistant anymore longer. But um, right, right, right. Uh, she's gosh, like Ben Miller tall. She's short. But yeah. she gives off like a taller vibe. Yes, yes, exactly too. I feel like Jeffrey is probably not too much taller than her either no. too. They're probably adorable together. They're like a little um, salt and pe- pepper shaker set. Yeah. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I honestly, I don't know what I would do. I don't know if I ever had the opportunity to like talk to her or like, or if I bumped into her on the street or like, I just saw her like in New York. I I, I don't know. It, it would be too much for me, I think. Probably thank um, her. Yeah, I think I would. I would thank her and like I don't know I have to I have to like rehearse this now. Thanks for that roast chicken recipe. <laughs> exactly. Saved my marriage. Thanks. Right. I, <laughs> I guess it was good. We're still together. That's what she says. <laughs> oh, it's so that's good. just truly the Hamptons. Yes. That's and speaking of truly the Hamptons, let's mm-hmm. let's More. go back to yes. this caviar dip. Oh um, God. 
So she starts this thing with the, yeah. and she says, and it's my favorite kind of dish. No cooking required. And she I says know, that all so the funny. time. She really does. I was Bitch, like, Do you, you are cooking? a cook. Yeah. <laughs> she, I think she says that about Italian food. She's like, Julia Child always said that like uh, Italian food isn't really cooking. And that's why I love it. Um, but <laughs> I do. I mean, I guess it's just like the fact, I, maybe she's just trying to, do like a am i right ladies you know mm-hmm. like just like it's just like a this is how i'm relatable mix it up yes yeah. yes yes so we'll we'll allow it so there's some cream cheese some sour cream lemon juice she uses a reamer which sounds intrusive i've never like heard that word before like i oh like do you I have, have a reamer at yeah all? you do I, okay i use it for cocktails i guess it's true yeah it's yeah. like it's like a juicer but like a reverse not a reverse juicer you know what i mean it's like but, a um, small version it's like a small manual juicer yeah that's yeah. all it is like i don't have a juicer i don't have room yeah but oh i have God. like this stick that i can shove up half a lemon and pull out <laughs> and it's extract right that's yes. all it is yeah that's all it is um and she very aggressively like juices she that lemon. she reams yes <laughs> she um, reams. not a and she a like rim. slams this dill on the counter which i don't even know how they got that sound bite because dill is like air <laughs> and it sounds like she slapped like the pork loin on top like right. it was <laughs> This whole episode, we're going to get into it like where we really get into it. But mm-hmm. like, I just feel like this episode is so amped up and like the camera frantic. work is crazy, frantic, yes. rushed. It's like it was actually in real time that she mm-hmm. had to like do this dinner she party. She was like, I'm really doing a dinner party tonight. It's not a staged one for my show. <laughs> yeah. Right? It really feels that way. So yeah, she like throws that dill on the counter and she's like, mm-hmm. just chop the head off of it. Um <laughs> Now, is this something you would make? Oh, and like then she puts the caviar in, which is like a salmon. Yeah, salmon roe. She talks right. about biting into them and how they pop in her mouth. I, I will say that I've never truly had like a good caviar or just like caviar where like it was served properly. Like because I feel like it does have to go with something, but yeah. I also know you can eat it. I get, I suppose, on its own. But I. I, this wouldn't be something I would make. I would try it at a party for yeah, sure. Right? Um, but I exactly. don't know if I would run to this. I'm yet. not Ramona from Housewives of New York who's like filling up pancakes with caviar just to like. So I just, I just really, I really like caviar. You know, I just really love it. I just God, have to, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta have it. Wow, it. Bethany. Wow. That's wow. One of my favorite. <laughs> wow. Bethany. <laughs> what? Really? Really, Bethany? Right. Yes. I <laughs> That's a whole different pot. So, oh, it is. But yeah, I would have it at a party. I. I had caviar in London at a mm-hmm. tea once, and it was fine. Yeah, I the I feel brininess, like, the saltiness. Yeah. I don't like the bursting of anything, really. Oh, I guess you didn't love gushers or popper, or like I mean, poppers. yeah, I I did. Uh, I mean, I guess if it's like in this content, <laughs> poppers. <laughs> same show. Honestly. I know, same show. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Um, but yeah, it's not it's not really anything. And she serves it in like the silver dish. She's right. like, if you have one. Okay, can we talk that. about the initials on the dish, which were G-H-B. The yes. One, two, three, G-H-B. Whose initials are those? I don't know. I was try. It looked like it was monogram, but I was like, maybe that's the branding on it. But I have no idea. It looked idea. like a monogram. I would love to know if it was like maybe a relative of either her or what is her maiden name? Oh, I, it might start with a B. Let me look that up as as we talk here too. But I, I, Keon and I, it's like our search. Like every time we go to like a thrift store, there's like a really nice thrift, the good thrift store. Um, <laughs> she in our was neighborhood. Ina Rosenberg. 
Oh, okay, so it's not a B. No. Interesting. And, <sighs> oh, Charles H. Rosenberg was uh, her father, so maybe it was him. Because that could have been an R. Yeah, maybe it was like her mother's. Was GHB, right? It was. It could have been C-H-R. Oh, for sure. Because it was sort of yeah, it was elegant old. And, yeah. Okay. Huh. Well, we did some sleuthing in real time. <laughs> we did. <Yeah. laughs> Let's celebrate with a driving montage, shall we? <laughs> I love these. I love I know we do. the sort of smugness of her in her convertible with like the, the BMW, her arm yes. just hanging over. And she's like, isn't this fabulous? I get to drive in this. And like they keep cutting to like close ups of her from the side where she's just like, I, I guess I smile. Yeah, um, this is where it kind of really takes off. This is like the beginning of the the crescendo of this episode, where mm-hmm. she goes to this place called Green Thumb. Yeah, and she been. is practic like she's practically running through this place. Like, and they're like zooming in on tomatoes and zooming in on pumpkins, and then they have a little segment of her just picking out some tomatoes. And uh, but it really is. I was like getting dizzy yeah. <laughs> with all of this. And because of all the zooming and stuff, and also like the shots of her marching through them. Yeah, the march. Because it looks like some kind of uh, flea market situation, not flea market, yeah. a farmer's market yes, yes, uh, yes. situation. And she's, but she's like marching through because, and she's like, and these are grape tomatoes because they're shaped like grapes. And we're like, we get it. Um, <laughs> it almost feels like there's too much in this episode. Mm-hmm. And so they're really rushing to get everything in, and they could have cut her going to get tomatoes. Yeah, I think they could have cut the car montage. Right, cut, you know, like just I got these great tomatoes from a place called Green Thumb down the street. It's right. amazing. Do you, um, it feels like it's trying to be like a New York City busy busy show when it's in the East Hamptons, which <clears> is like relax, slow down. You know what I mean? Yes. Yeah, no, I totally get it. I And honestly, I have never seen, in these earlier seasons too, like I've never seen another episode like this that has the same energy. So mm-hmm. I don't know if it was like a one-off or whatever. And maybe there are, and I just haven't like, like it's been a while since I've seen them. But it was really, really noticeable because now it takes her like an hour just to say like one sentence. Mm-hmm. And in this, there's, there's so much dialogue or like, you know, just her speaking. Yeah. And she hasn't really mastered the talking to camera thing yet, fully. Yeah, which or, I or imagine is hard. What yeah. she's doing. Yes, it's just it's like a lot of head down. Skill. Yeah. Oh yeah. God, I can't even imagine because it's like you cook every day, but mm-hmm. but are you imagine... doing it while looking at camera too? Yes, and having to like smile. I feel like that's a Giada yeah. thing that she really because you you kind of it's like when celebrities are walking on the street like they're supposed you should smile because. Right. It makes you look, one, it makes you look happy. But if you have a bitch face, then it's just like, you know, it's not great either. No. Um, so there's that. Um, let's get into this strawberry country cake, I which is the pretty. Fuck out of this. Oh, so would I. I yeah. honestly, yes, I've I've railed against like fruits mixing with desserts here, but this is like the perfect example of something that I would eat. So like, you're as not long a pie person. I do love pie. Sorry, like to clarify, <laughs> if this if this had. Like, like I don't love a black forest cherry cake. Mm. I don't love fruits mixing with chocolate. I actually don't really love strawberry, chocolate covered strawberries. I just don't. I, I can eat them, but they're not like, oh my gosh. Like um, the majority of everyone like really loves them. You heard it here first, folks. Nick Kachanov is a monster. <laughs> I know. I know I'm in the minority, but I, I, there's just something about it. But with this, 
like yes it's like strawberries with like vanilla and like whipped cream like as long as there's no chocolate drizzled on top sure i'm good to go the really good vanilla yes i would put in a little more vanilla honestly than she did because i like yeah, same. my whipped cream she said just a bit. splash yeah right. i yes she's like you can eyeball it and she'd like put nothing in yeah, she wouldn't do that nowadays. <laughs> I don't think I so. I also do love on most Food Network shows how she's got all these high-end ingredients, but she can't show any of them. So yes. she like tries to like hide her Haagen-Dazs or whatever. Everything's turned around, right? Even though yeah. we know the Haagen-Dazs packaging. Um, I certainly know the Haagen-Dazs packaging. <laughs> <laughs> Am I right, ladies? Yeah. <laughs> of that time and this yes. time. Uh, it's, it's just another way of being like, yeah, I can afford the expensive ice cream, yes. but I can't show it to you because they're not a sponsor of the show. Yeah, it's like when she pulls out the Grey Goose. It's like, you know it's Grey Goose. Right. Everyone Even knows that. Even though it's blurred. Model. But like on other shows, like Rachel Ray's um, 30-Minute Meals, like they make special packaging to put around everything yes. with like a fakey Trader Joe's looking stock or, you know, whatever. Yes. Uh, and they do not do that for Ina. Because I know it's so interesting. She's high priced. Yeah, I'd imagine it's like I'm fascinated. I would love to just like sit on set and watch like any really any cooking show because I feel like it's such a labor of love, mm-hmm. really, and like so many things that just have to go right. Yeah. I would want to sit on like an episode of Giada and like Ina for sure, just mm-hmm. to see the differences because I feel like they're both like high, especially now, high levels of production. Mm-hmm. So. Back to this cake, I guess. I yeah. mean, she puts the orange zest in. I do love that she uses sour cream. Like, I think that is like the missing or like the really the best thing you could put in a cake to it's make a brightness. it moist. Yeah, yeah, it does. And even like cornstarch too, it, it makes it lighter. I it, at at its core, it's like it's kind of like a simple cake with just yeah. I, the volume turned up with some orange. <laughs> was it orange zest? Is it orange? It's yeah, orange and zest. like a little lemon zest. I feel like she did both. Yeah, I mean, honestly, that's what turned like there is something really spectacular like lemon juice and lemon zest is really something that can like wake up any dish or dessert really just brings it to life she also will always tell you always tell you about something that she's adding to turn the volume up or make it a little more chocolatier like Mm -hmm. adding espresso i also love when she'll talk about fennel she does not talk about fennel in this episode so i'm sorry about this tangent but she every time she cooks with fennel she goes fennel has a really sort of anise licorice taste to it when it's raw and i really don't like it then she takes a big bite out of it when it's she raw does. to let us know she like eats an entire Bleh. bulb of it and she's like oh yes. bitter but when it's cooked <laughs> yeah but i love it roasted yes, every yes, time yes and so she's got sort of those go-tos it's the stamens of crocuses right oh um, god the stamens of crocuses yes all of them. that's like my t-shirt it's the stamens of crocuses yes it yes. should be get keon yeah. on that I will. I shall. And open your red bubble. Uh, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so, so yeah, she she adds the 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 lemon and orange to like mm-hmm. turn up the volume on this cake. Yeah. And she also is like, I love this rasp. It's a rasp. Yeah. It's a rasp. Yes. Uh, it's but that's like one of the. It's like. <sighs> I don't know how to describe like she does like promote kitchen products without like branded kitchen products but mm-hmm. like I'm interested in a rasp now I was like sure. I, I literally said to Ken I was like we should get one of those and we have one already it's just not that kind of rasp but that is the kind of power and influence that like 
I know that you follow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You get. I have a white KitchenAid standing mixer because of Ina. Like so it is. I have yes. a, a standing mixer. Here's my question about hers because yes. she has. It's money. different. Yes, I have probably the same one that she has. However, I also have a guard that goes on top of the bowl and around it that I can pour flour into. And why doesn't she? She never has. And I I Do talked you about think this on. A... That's for the camera. It almost has to be because I, to, to my knowledge, all the other Food Network shows that I've seen don't use it either. I've seen um, Baked in Vermont, mm-hmm. Casina Prado. She's Sandra Bullock's sister. It's a great show. It's on uh, Discovery Plus. She's like kind of kooky, but really yeah. great. She puts it in. Um, she puts all her dry ingredients on a piece of parchment paper. Oh yeah, then yeah, yeah. Folds that's it and wise. then puts it in. Yeah, and that's kind of my go-to now that I learned from her too. But yeah, she's always spilling shit over that thing. Like I, liquid, I, it's it's so hard to pour stuff I in there. I wonder if it's a camera thing because the camera needs to see into the bowl yeah. and it can't. I mean, mine's clear, but it's not clear. You know what I mean? It's like yes. plastic. It's like a plastic yeah. guard with like a funnel top. I guess it could I easily know. get like, st- like, I don't know, maybe the liquid's just, it's not like as pleasing to the eye if we sure. have the guard. You want to see like that cake come together. Yeah, I mean, that's one of my favorite parts. And uh, it's another like, step, like taking that thing off so the camera can see. Yeah, yeah for sure. Are. I love how she um, she puts it in the oven and she's like, one is for the party tonight and the other one I'll freeze. I'll have a party another time. <laughs> Just like these casual things that she says. It's it, But it's also the way she says it. Too. Yeah, it's just like, she's going to let you know. Yeah, she will. Mm-hmm. She will. Um these potato wedges i would also eat the fuck out of these oh yes like mm-hmm. we make sweet potato wedges at our place too Not and like a regular really no of sweet potatoes in general in general whoa i know i mean that's okay i not I, even covered I, in chocolate I was going to say, not even covered with, like, marshmallows and the brown sugar. No, Is it I've just... never been, like, a yam person either. Oh. There's something about it. I don't know. Fair enough. But oh, my give goodness. Me, give me these potatoes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Just with, like, the, the olive oil, the salt and pepper, garlic, rosemary. Like, mm-hmm. it's it's pretty standard. And, like, and really easy. It's, like, honestly, this sounds really elementary and kind of... But, like, I was young, for sure, like, high school going into college. Mm-hmm. I never thought to roast vegetables. I never even knew that was a possibility because my sure. mom would just, like, steam them, you know, like, because, you know, moms are on the go. I'm not going to blame yeah. my mother for that. They're like, busy she, gals on the yeah, go. Yeah, they have to make dinner every day. Right. So I, I understand not wanting to, like, roast vegetables for 45 minutes, you know, mm-hmm. but um, this is definitely one that's, like, a go-to. And it is easy. Easy and elegant. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> and so, oh, but we didn't say when she when she cuts the cake, right? Oh yes. Oh she, yeah, the toothpicks. She like yeah. she's like if you're shaky like me, you'll put toothpicks halfway through and chop like then she cuts the cake in half and like throws on strawberry uh, whipped cream and strawberries yes. and then oh, the yes, other half. Yes, yes. It's gorgeous. It really is it's gorgeous. And she's like, I leave the stems on the strawberries on top so they look more like strawberries. I feel like that's not necessary. <laughs> I feel that we know that there's strawberries. Right. And, and if anything, it's I have to peel that green thing off. Now right. And I'm just like, Haul yeah. your strawberries, ma'am. Yeah. <laughs> Haul them. <laughs> okay, it's true. So, yeah. But these potatoes. Potatoes yes, are great. Give them to me. Yes, yes. And she cuts them like 
they're not too thick. I love a, I like the the signature like texture of a good French fry or wedge. Really, is mm-hmm. just like crispy on the outside, soft on the inside. That's yeah. all I really want. That's right? all. I, and like these are close. I mean, I despise what are the steak fries. I I, really so I was going to ask you, what is your go-to size fry? I love because I'm going to put wedge in a different category, even though it is technically like a fry. But I would say. I love a waffle fry. Mm. I love a curly fry. Mm-hmm. But if I'm just talking about regular fries, it would have to be something probably really along the lines of like a McDonald's fry. Like so, like a shoestring, very yeah. thin. I'm gonna go a shoestring. Maybe Hardly a crinkle nothing cut. in it. Yeah, I know, but I grab like seven at a sure. time. Like that's that's like the joy. There's the a like, correct amount of salt. Yes, they that's are, why you honestly. have a McDonald's fry. Like if you're yes. gonna do it, do it. Yes. What right. about you? Uh, I love a steak fry, but I love, <gasps> I know, uh. but what I love to do is cover them in paprika, salt, pepper, and garlic powder and put them into like a, a big cast iron skillet with okay. oil and then halfway through flip them. And yes. so they get very crunchy and also get that paprika and the, yeah, so that just smoky the that garlic all of it right there on it it's that's the way i would eat it. them i would try them like yeah. i'm not gonna turn down a steak fry i think it's like i've been burned by like red robin too many times and like they red can get robin. very much <laughs> they can get mushy real quick and mm-hmm. i don't love a mushy yeah fry. but that's the thing you uh, w- the best way to have a steak fry is make them yourself because you can make them to your doneness that's true that's true i like when i'm on seamless when i order fries i will always order extra done because yes. when they're traveling to you or whatever the minute they leave the fryer they start to um dis- not disintegrate but you know what i mean like, i know what you're talking about yeah like they're, they're losing their texture their crispness second crispness, by second so yeah yeah so now you have like a, a what you should do. Is I know, Robbie. Just order you are... extra crispy. When you go to Fuel and Fuddle next, <laughs> okay. extra crispy. Yes, I shall. Great. <laughs> um, here is where this is like in my notes here. This is where we really went into overdrive here. Wow. Uh-huh. Um, she says she even says while she's chopping up uh, I, the garlic or the rosemary. I think it's the rosemary specifically. She says, "Chop it up quickly, quickly, quickly." Yeah. yeah. I'm like, what are we rushing for? I have no idea what the urgency is here. It's it's rosemary. It is manic. Manic it's rosemary. Everything in this episode is so manic. But then there's time to pause for a fucking bubble bath. Yes. I mean, we're almost to the bubble bath. I Good. just want to mention like two or three things Go. before that. So she goes out into her garden and gets these like beautiful flowers mm-hmm. that, you know, are you a plant gal? Are you like, do you have, do you love flowers and plants? Like we have all around a, your apartment? We have a lot of plants. Yes. Okay. Uh, flowers we don't grow as much but we'll go and buy like uh, fresh flowers once a week yeah I think it is something really nice there's like um, I don't know what it's called it probably is called like sprout or something like that that you can subscribe to like uh, to get fresh flowers delivered to your door like once a week I think that's such a great idea and even more specifically it's a good gift like whether like if you subscribe I'm sure it's not cheap but like it's really a great gift idea because you can send the flowers to other people right like if you know your mom's having a birthday or like a friend's having a bad time or whatever and then um, they just keep showing up yeah and who doesn't want like that pop one wants a pop of color one does and I, I think i don't know what it's called but i'm sure if you like there's a subscription for anything now so. truly 
Yeah, truly. If I can get bitters delivered every month, I can get or coffee. I can get flowers. I was just gonna say I'd probably sign up for coffee. Um, mm-hmm. That sounds delicious, right? Um, <laughs> I would be so- worried though because I like a specific kind of roast, and if it goes too far dark, yes. I can't do it. So yeah, I'm hoping it would nervous. be like something along the lines of like Stitch Fix, where you say like what you know what you typically are drawn to, and then they 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 cater it towards that. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm I'm open to it, but yeah, like I tend to lean towards a dark roast. I like that. I like the flavor of it. Like we just got some beans recently, and it's a lighter roast. And like, there's something about looking at that kind of coffee that I'm just like, ugh, this isn't like what I want. Even though it is good in theory too, and the caffeine and like the kick is really great. Um, right. Coffee's wonderful. Uh-huh. Um, and coffee goes with cake. Speaking of that cake, <laughs> she takes it out. And really, that's all it is. She just takes it out of the oven. So yeah. that was a terrible segue. But here we are. But, and um, she so slices it. She throws she her yes, stuff on. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Maybe that's when she builds it. I can't remember. Yep. Um, and next, we get into this gorgonzola sauce. Okay. Your thoughts on blue cheese, Robbie? I do not like it. Okay, good. I'm no. so glad. I'm so glad you saved that for the pod too, because I texted it to you last I night. Know. And I am not a fan of blue in any way. My husband really likes it, uh, and uh, we go. We we do cheese a lot in this house. Uh, we do too. Yes, we are. I, you know, I live around the corner from a store of beer and cheese. Um, mm-hmm. God bless. And Marie's is just down the street. Marie's cheese is like the chef's kiss of cheese. Uh, right. And so we do cheese boards. All the time. And I have to tell you, um, I had never had um, the, 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 the the pot of any kind until... Okay, the pot, yes. The pot. As until it's called, yes. This, this pat, the, during the pandemic this year. Yes. Um, and uh, a friend of mine brought me some gummies. And Lovely. I know. Well, so I had made a beautiful cheese board. And uh, there was like this 24-month-aged prosciutto sitting on it. Uh, and so I took this 10-milligram gum. Again, never having done anything. I'm 44 years old, friends. <laughs> and uh, I, uh, it kicked in right away. Uh, I've never been drier in my life. And we're watching like four hours of Drag Race UK content yes. as I am shoving... 24 month aged prosciutto into the driest mouth in human history and putting the most salty thing <laughs> more and more of more. it and just grinning the whole time it's the most i smiled the entire pandemic i was speaking of elegant and easy i mean <laughs> right there how is. easy is that but there was also blue on the on the thing uh yes. i didn't touch it i'm not a fan i i don't like it at all I've tried it on several occasions. Right? I, I've really, because there have been situations, like mushrooms and olives, I've really come a long way with them. Um, I still, You're a lot like me. Yeah, like I love olives now. I oh. love like a dirty martini is one of my go-to like cocktails mm-hmm. now. But mushrooms. I, <sighs> I will tell somebody I'm allergic to mushrooms because I do not want them. Yeah, I will have them. I don't, I will never do canned mushrooms. I cannot. No. So, and most of the times when you order like a pizza, because Keon loves mushrooms on pizza, but mm. I can do like a sort of like white sauce pizza with sure. like, um, you know, I'm trying to like cremini mushrooms or something like that on top of it. Uh, in fact, there is a pizza we got like two weeks ago that has mushrooms that I will like. But I and like in a stir fry, it's good. But like a stuffed mushroom, ugh, I don't know. It's just when you think about it too much of what you're eating, 
but and it's the same way you feel about blue cheese like who looked at blue cheese and said wow we should eat that like uh, who Ooh. how was that discovered i don't know but i i've tried um blue cheese i've tried gorgonzola i've tried you know on many different occasions and it's just not my jam so this sauce is kind of in ways like my worst nightmare but i'm sure a lot of people like keon was drooling over this as we were watching it so i was like ugh. Would I substitute out some other kind of cheese? Yeah, yes, absolutely. absolutely. Yes. Or I would uh, boil the heavy cream down and put like um, peppercorns in it and a little bit of whiskey to make like a, a pavra. Yeah, mm-hmm. that sounds delicious. Yes, yeah. I would. Yeah, I mean, it's just not. I mean, now that I know that you're not a fan either, it's 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 heavy cream, blue cheese, and and what else? Like salt and pepper. I feel like she does crack some. Pe- yeah, she uh, also like at there. the end she like. Throws oh, the in parsley, some parsley yes. for freshness. I slams down that parsley. Not a fan of parsley. <gasps> I know. Interesting. It's nothing. I agree, but I do still love it a lot. I think there is something. The subtlety of parsley is what I like the most about it. But I, I understand the exactly what you. The subtlety. <laughs> I know. I, I like hated myself as I, I said that so sentence much right there. <laughs> Shut it down. Um, Shut it down. But, I, but I do. It's like, it's a nice little, not that I buy it that often either too, um, but we make a lot of tabbouleh in this house. Mm. Um, so parsley is like become one of our good friends too. So it's, and that's like, that's all it is too. So I, but of course tabbouleh has like lemon juice and like sure, other sure. things that, that make it sort of come alive. But parsley. what there. are your, what are your feelings on cilantro? Oh, I have that gene. So <gasps> it tastes like dish soap to me. I know because I have Ina. had You're my mouth. I swear a lot. So like I have had my mouth washed out. I know <laughs> what joy tastes like. <laughs> and yes. it's a lot like cilantro and neither of them spark joy. Oh, I love yeah. cilantro. So and I'm a huge yeah. like guacamole person. Huge. Yeah. Yeah, but same, it's same. so hard to like, because then fuck. Why? It's just dish soap. No. Yeah. Basil. That's, Give me basil. That, yeah. I love basil, yes. Mm-hmm. I, I will say. I but I do love both. Um so this gorgonzola, it's funny how she um she compares like the good gorgonzola, the Italian, the right. dolce or the mountain <laughs> to gorgonzola. The store-bought. <laughs> to the store about like crumbles. She like puts her finger in there and she's and like, it's like, not <laughs> Yeah, go ahead. It's it's she's she touches it like it's radioactive. <laughs> uh like she will get some kind of autoimmune disease from it. Like yeah, she had to wash her hands. She's like, it's not quite as good. It's not quite as right. good, but it's fine. That's what she said. I will say, watching her wash her hands in this episode, at least they show her using soap. Robbie, did I say that? I I, I thought, did Have I ever say ever that on an episode? This? I think I had it as a note on a previous episode, but I thought I was crazy. So now I'm like trying to remember if I actually did say it or not, because I don't go back and listen once I publish them. But <laughs> no, no, f- what, no Food Network anyone uses soap when they wash their hands and i'm fat like again behind the scenes of a cooking show why it's probable that they do but they can't show a brand and so they like you know taking the time to like soap and lather is taking time away from cooking so they just show a quick rinse because also you'll see them chop a carrot and then suddenly 72 are chopped next to them right it's all like time lapse uh, without actual watching the whole thing happen. So yeah. I'm sure they use soap, but this is only one of the few episodes I've ever seen where like she touches a soap dispenser, mm-hmm. soap comes out of it, and it's on her fingers. 
this episode is like the bizarro episode of Bear Bear. <laughs> it's, it's like the, the total opposite down. of yeah, it really is <laughs> Uh, so while that sauce is cooking, she yep. um, gets to work on this beef tenderloin, uh, a whole fillet, or where she um, looks trimmed at the and camera. tied. <laughs> she yes. looks at the camera and says, "Now fillet of beef is a little expensive. This probably costs between fifty and a hundred dollars. A little expensive. Yeah, between fifty and a hundred. Also, that's a wide variable." It is. I like, is it like the lower end is 50, the upper, like, that's a pretty like, big margin. If you go like, to Zabar's, is it 100? And if you go to yeah. Key Food, is it 50? Food, right? Yes. Price oh, God. shopper. Um, it's fascinating to me. And she's like, and get center cut. So it's all the same size. Like, you know, I would eat the fuck out of this. Oh, <laughs> without question. And mm-hmm. she does justify by saying it feeds like 10 people. 10 12, and like, if, yeah. if you're, you know, if you're dividing. A hundred bucks by ten, like that's not bad. I guess. I don't so. know though, because when she cut it, she cuts like one and a half inch slices. There were maybe yes. six of them. That's true. That is true. I would cut them a little thinner for sure. But there were only how many people at the party? Six like maybe at the five party. Or six. Yeah. Right. So it makes sense that she cut it that way. I kind of liked that she told us the price. I know that that's probably like she doesn't do that anymore. But I am curious right. sometimes. Like how much I mean, is good often Parmesan? she'll say it's a little more expensive, but it's mm-hmm. worth it, right? That's like one of her go-tos. But yeah, it's the holidays. Yeah, it's <laughs> there's always an excuse for it, right? There's yeah. an excuse for all the butter. There's an excuse for anything, and it's because it's X and it's really good. Yeah, great, wonderful. Um, again, I would eat this. And she, like, smothers it in butter. Oh, God. Like a slathering of it. Right? Which is, I'm all for. I'm all for. It's like it's suntan lotion on an albino. There's (laughs) so much butter on this. It's incredible. And add a little salt and pepper. And that's it. Yeah, she says, ooh, this is the messy part. Right. she, like, looks at the camera. That's when she washes her hands. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then she says, it's really important to have a clean oven or else you're going to smoke everyone out of the house. And she does this like wild gesture. I've never seen her raise her arms that high, like ever. She it's just, really <laughs> She majored crazy. in musical theater and wants you to know. I know. 500 <laughs> degrees, 500 degrees for 20 to 25 minutes. Um, yeah. And then the next montage is her like kind of cleaning up a little bit. The camera was Which you never crazy. see. Yeah. And again, could have been cut, make more time for her to slow down. And just make the food. Yeah. um, The last thing she makes, I have conflicting feelings about roasted cherry tomatoes. For some reason, like, I'd rather have, like, a marinara than, like, just hot tomatoes. I don't know what it is. They are a delight. They are good. but I've made them. And you know when they're very good is uh, over, like, uh, fettuccine. Yeah, I think I like would need toss. them paired with something. I mm-hmm. couldn't just eat it. I know she sprinkles basil over it at the end, sure. but I, I, I would need some sort of other flavor in there or like another texture. Like it's, it's. I'm sure it's great with with pasta or like some you know uh, parmesan on top or something like that. But I don't know. It's not my. I I would want it in something else. But fine. Um, so we already talked about the cake. Um, the filet is out of the oven. There's mm-hmm. a lot of gasping in this episode. Oh, I don't know if you so noticed that. So that's something, that. that's like a yes. go-to of hers, right? That intake of that. Yeah. But also like she'll, she'll um, as she's talking, she'll do that. Like, Oh, I didn't notice that. I noticed the You're going to hear it now. Okay. And you teach voice. So this is something I, I think know. you hear Usually all I'm the time. I know. Usually I'm in tune to things like that. She very much all the time will like 
take in air like that as she's like mm. talking about something. It's weird. I'm gonna have to listen now. Yeah, it, yeah. I, I mean, one of my favorites is the the hands like this. Uh huh. Like her go to like. Um, <laughs> That's great for a, for a podcast. Her yeah, hands I know like it's this. really good. I know you can. <laughs> she rubs her hands together. Yeah, yeah, it's like a yes. I that I love the nervous laughing. Oh, yes. That she does all the time with her guests. And mm -hmm. the, also the need to please of, oh, is it is it really good? Is it good? Like, yes. please, please tell me how good it is. I need to know. Yeah, I think that that's where I'm surprised. And maybe they gave, they've given her notes in the past of like how to. But also, like, sometimes you just don't have the, pe the right people in the room. Like, TR is great on camera. He can well, kind of yeah. fill in those gaps. Mm -hmm. But like with other people that are don't just like, we're on wants. camera. Yeah. He, um, so, okay. Sorry, we were talking about the gasping. Yes, yeah. Uh, because she pulls the beef out and she's like, <gasps> oh, hot. Yes. Whatever. Oh, she says hot, right? As she's slicing. <laughs> yeah, when during the party when she's cutting it, she's like, ow. Yeah. Hot. Which you never get from her. Yeah. Not reactions like that. Like, m most cooking shows, they have the segment, uh, and the segment ends with the perfect bite, right? That's mm -hmm. the money shot is getting that perfect. They put it in their mouth and they you watch their face change uh, for the better because of something delicious. Yes. Right. So that's the what's called the money shot mm -hmm. uh, in Food Network lingo. You're welcome. Thank uh, you. Yes. <laughs> teachable moments right here on <laughs> the good vanilla. Uh, so she, uh, she, you don't really get those so much with her mm. uh, until everything is always set up to whatever party she's doing. Yeah. And then they sort of have to babble these poor under fives who are there for like a meal and one bite of steak. Uh, yeah. To say, oh yeah, it's the best I've ever had. Like that's where their money shots are, which is really interesting. Yeah, I think so too. And I think over time, like I much, pr I prefer like, you know, her cooking for Jeffrey and watching them, both yeah. of them like sit outside or if it's just like a one-on-one -on -one situation. I don't think she thrives in like a party. No. no I, it's not that I don't think she thrives at a party. Like I think she's probably great at a party, but like with, with this sort of setting, it's hard to kind of balance. Like who do I talk to? Like who's going to smile the best or whatever? I don't know. I also don't love it when there are children. In the Same. show, remember yeah, when she had to make Tyler Florence's daughter a birthday cake, yeah. and it was weirdly off center. It was like a wedding cake that was off kilter. It yeah, was weird. It's, it's I don't <laughs> think she does well with kids or even dogs. Like I think she might like dogs, but she doesn't really love them. No. Now we did also didn't talk about the franticness of this episode that starts with her ironing. Yes, that this is like this leads up to the bubble bath here so yeah this right. is like home stretch for some reason this whole episode is sort of built around chores she does um yes. at, but like very frantically and like that's not who she is you know that she doesn't iron herself you know that she sends out her laundry and it comes back from a french place all pressed <laughs> and cleaned and beautiful yeah. right um so she starts when she's giving her opening monologue of like whatever the hell she says that day yeah, yeah, she's yeah. like frantically ironing something uh and we're like okay we get it and then like later it cuts to her cleaning up but then it does a wide shot from outside through like the double doors of her house so you mm -hmm. see her sort of just like running behind her um station like her island yes yes uh, and it's like why we don't need that yeah we she's like running around turning on lamps yeah. she's like dusting she's yes. like i have to hurry 
And I then, just, yeah, I don't hurry so that she can get into her bubble bath. Here we go. Lead us in. So this is the reason I chose this episode. <laughs> because I distinctly remember two episodes, one I can't find anymore, where she's walking across her, her lawn barefoot. And it, like, zooms in on her feet. And you're like, we get it. You're the barefoot Contessa. Yeah. yeah and yeah. that's truly like the Nigella people who are trying to make her sexy Ina. Yes. Um, and really sell the concept of the barefoot Contessa. Um, but this one cuts to her. Remember remember in the 80s when Angela Lansbury made her. Um, yes. That, I do know that reference. Her fitness yes. video yes. where she's in her bubble bath the and lotion, possibly yeah. masturbating. Sure. We're unclear. <laughs> This, for some reason, we see Ina Garten in a bubble bath, holding a book but not reading it because it's off to the side, and her feet are just paddling up and down, so up up past the rim of the tub, so we see them, but they're going up and down like she's some weird mermaid with feet. It is bizarre. And and then a close-up of her manicure, and then it cuts over to her head, with the book again open, but on a side because she's laying back with her eyes closed. Yeah, just in pure bliss, like ecstasy. Right? Okay, yeah. put the book down. That's gonna get wet. Yeah, exactly. Oh, it just seems messy. Right. What? Why do you assume that was there? The this whole like bit, the bathtub, yeah. the bubble bath. I I, for all the reasons I think we've already sort of spelled out, is like they were trying something. They're just like, I, and I don't know. It's interesting because. You told me that this episode was in a different season, but when I found it on Discovery Plus, it was like season one, episode thirteen, or it I was like a different it was season episode. One episode one, yeah, for some something reason. like that. And I don't know how that because I know there's so many reincarnations. There's Back to Basics. There's Cook sure. Like a Pro. There's mm-hmm. like all these other things. Um, We've rented uh, a house. When she yeah, went to LA. Yes, yeah. yes. We've rented a house. <laughs> um, but I honestly just think they were trying something. I mean it. I'm so glad that it exists because I didn't know that it came this early. I thought the bubble bath was after everyone left and she right? was cut. And that makes a little bit more sense, to be honest. Like after a long day of running around, it's time to relax. But right. I would never do a bubble bath before everyone got to my house. But Keanu and I, we both gasped and then we just laughed so hard. It is uh, so weird. It is so great. It's so strange. It's strange. Where, and maybe she wants to relax before the party because she's been yeah. frantically running and ironing. And that's a busy day for her. Yeah. And she had to go to the, the green grocer to get her chair, her grape tomatoes that look like grapes. Um, <laughs> yeah. That's possible. Green thumb. But it's like very weird. It's just a yeah. weird place for... For, it's it's weird that it exists and maybe they were trying to brand her as like a lifestyle not just a cook yeah yeah which is like she kind of got into that in a different way though but just not not that and not through that lens yeah but it's, nobody's gonna buy the, the barefoot contessa bath salts yeah exactly you know what I, I mean I would for I would very care. different reasons <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah and it, I think Go ahead, go ahead. It's just, it's just odd, it's but it's also hilarious. Yes, we benefit from it because it is so unlike her that it and just makes it never happened again. A more fun because to watch. she was probably so uncomfortable filming it that she was like, "I'm not doing that." Because around yeah. season two, she starts to take some more control, and mm-hmm. they let Ina be Ina, and that's where she shines, right? Yeah. 
Um, I agree. I agree. And it's great when she has like Deborah Monk on or Susan Stroman to like roast her chicken or whatever. But like it's if you just let Ina be Ina and then hand out some food at the end, it's going to be wonderful. Yeah, that's all that it needs to be. Mm -hmm. Honestly, yeah. I think the other thing that just adds to the like the way that uh, first of all, it is entirely too dark. And it is like the way that she is like seductively pouring the gorgonzola sauce over like her neighbor's plate. It is far too much. I And like she's she's serving the cat. She's holding the caviar in her hand and Mm -hmm. going up to each person like she's some cocktail waiter. I don't. I don't know why they're all not sitting. They're all like, they're always standing. And I don't maybe think it's just they because knew. Of the shot. Yeah. I don't think they knew how to do it yet. Yeah. I think, I think they so were too. used to Nigella. Yeah. And that's what Nigella would do. She would wander around talking to everybody, but like, that's just who she is. And that's not who Ina Garten is. Ina yeah. Garten is like your Jewish grandmother. who's like, eat a little something. <laughs> eat a little something. Yes. And, so, yeah, it's like she gives them the caviar. She has a couple laughs. She goes back to the filet of beef. <laughs> Don't have she any burns. fun without me. I know. She burns right. her fingers. Yes. yes. Ow. Ow. <laughs> ah. There's a, I, I can I only do love think she, of like, one other herself. frantic episode with her. And it also involves filet of beef because she makes this, like, big filet of beef sandwich. Yes. And she's and with, like, a truffle mayo on it. Yeah. It's, like, the most expensive sandwich I've ever seen in my life, and I'm desperate to have it. But it, also, yes, like, it's whoa. delish. Um, but she's, like, and then I put some arugula on it, and she, like, shoves some in her, because that's what she does, right? She'll shove anything into her mouth she to does. describe it. The peppery she goes, bites. Mm, Chris, peppery. And she <laughs> says it so fast and, like, crazy, and it's like it was like a reject from this episode yeah it's uh, a little bit of that same energy yeah like that manic like oh somebody gave you an upper right before you went on yeah to honestly there Ooh. i think it was when she was putting the um i i didn't write it down verbatim but when she was putting the potato wedges in the oven she's like salt and pepper olive oil this it's going to be going in the oven 30 minutes 300 mm. degrees it's going to be great like she she yeah. said so much in so little time and that sentence would take half the episode it was like, like watching Alyssa edwards sell her go-go juice <laughs> yeah exactly that was the manic energy that we were getting i would yes. watch an Alyssa edwards cooking show oh i think that would be fabulous yes fascinating <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it would be God. She would need a co-host. She would need uh, someone to like rein her in. Well, you've watched those episodes of like Bon Appetit where they have like the queens on, right, back to back. I feel like I saw. There's only, only three, s- four. Okay, maybe. so uh, was one of them with Trixie, or did I? One was up? with Trixie. Okay, two are with Cracker. Oh, okay, and one's Shangela making churros, and the Shangela one is. That's talk about manic energy. I was gonna say that. Probably that's. I'm tired just thinking of that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Crackers so, were the best. Okay. Yeah. I'll tune into those. They made some latkes. It's on the YouTube. Okay. Yeah. I love YouTube. We love it. Um, and we also love this strawberry cake that she serves at the uh-huh. end. She she has like classic Ina lines. Like she's like half for you, half for me. <laughs> <laughs> the nervous laughter. Yeah. Because she never has settled into just relaxing and having fun at these because the camera's on. Yeah, I want that for her. I want her to just mm-hmm. like, like something has to kind of fill the air, but part of me just wishes it was like music and they just like muted their conversation. You know don't, what I mean? Don't you wish that the Ina Garten that we got in these seasons was the same one we got on like Seth Meyers Day Drinking? Oh, that's that the Ina great. Yeah. Like, that's the energy. It's very like casual and relaxed yes. and yeah. focused, but not because it's very funny. 
It is. And like mm-hmm. that whole, I love, I mean, Seth Meyers is so adorable. Like yeah. I can't with him. Um, and I, my one wish for that is that she did drink more. She would only take like one sip of each drink while Seth was like pounding them. But Pound, I love that. But that's what made it funny. Yes. Because she got to play straight man. Yeah. To this no-lipped bastard who's very sexy. Yes, exactly. I think mm-hmm. that she needs that kind of like, I feel she's better as like the sidekick in a way when it comes to that stuff with interacting. Yeah. Like obviously mm-hmm. she could take the lead when she's preparing, but like she just needs someone to kind of, yeah, steer the ship a little like, bit. Geez, TR, take the wheel. <laughs> that's my new t-shirt. Yeah, that's like, we're adding it to the line. <laughs> good, good. Yeah. The wheel of cheese. Yeah. Yes. Exactly. Yes, yes, yes. But all in all, I really enjoyed this episode. Oh, a great episode. Mm-hmm. I think it's uh, one that will stick with me forever, too. And I, I'm so glad you picked it, too, because we were going through a couple of episodes, yeah. and this is this is the one we should have talked about. Yes. First, because I'm, uh, I'm coming back. I'm moving in. <laughs> I know. Uh, please. <laughs> I think you should come back just, like, once a month. Um, great. Done. Sorry. And just check in with us. I know. But... Um, I guess that's all we have for this episode. Are there any lingering thoughts, anything that we forgot to mention before we wrap up, Robbie? Anything at all on the episode? Would you join an Ina Garten book club? Yes. I'm like, what Ina, like, I'm trying to think of what... We don't know because it never shows the what the book is. Even though we see the cover, it's all in sort of blur. Because she's just in her bliss, in her bubble. Yes, yeah, I know. Yeah, but what romance novel do you think that's? We're meant oh, to believe she's God. reading. I don't even know. I, I want her to like. I want her to be reading like the Julia Child cookbook or something. Like yeah. I want it to be food themed. I like. I would rather. I would much rather join like a. I would a cocktail get an audible with, subscription yes. to listen to her read the joy of cooking, oh, mastering the so art great. of French cooking. Uh, yes, like exactly. Any of them. Where she wildly mispronounces things. And I says, know. She's like, got so much miss? better over the years. Yeah. Oh, that drives Keon crazy. Who miss? Who miss? Yes. <laughs> All like, of them. I'm shoes, who miss? Bruschetta. Yeah. I'm obsessed because yes. it's, is it put upon or is it just a sweet little old woman who's cooking and th- thinks this is how this goes, but also wrote nuclear policy? Yeah. I mean, she's doing the best that she can. Honestly. And we're doing the best we can. I know, exactly. Uh, Well, Robbie, this has been a delight. I'm so thankful for you and um, and you giving us uh, some of your time today and talking about Ina. Where can we find you? What do you have on your plates? It's 2021. Oh, uh, I'm wildly findable. If you just (laughs) Google Diva Robbie... I, I'm everywhere. Uh, every platform is Diva Robbie. Uh, you can stream my record. That'd be nice. Yes. It's it's a lot of fun. And Songs from Inside My Locker. Thank on you. On Spotify. Yeah. And really anywhere. Just, it's a good just time. Google it. It's so great. I was if listening to it this morning. Oh, good. I was. Yes. I can't wait for that point zero zero seven cents. So <laughs> come on in. Uh, come on in <laughs> please uh and uh i have a podcast um with my co-host rob schneider we uh host a podcast called gay card revoked mm. and uh we're teaching children um about sort of gay totems when we've had like fabulous guests on to come on and talk like yes. charles bush and uh, uh brian bat uh, etc to come on and talk about uh movies or or um TV shows or music or people that mm-hmm. um, 
the younger generation of gays uh, may not know. Yeah. So I love that. That's a I good time. That. Great. Uh, well, I wish I had some sort of button here, a bumper on the episode, but um, <laughs> she's just like, hmm, and then raises her glass up. Right. <laughs> Robbie, I'll see you soon. Thanks I'll for being see you here. Soon. So this concludes another episode of The Good Vanilla. Thank you everyone again for listening. If you want to follow the podcast on social media, you can find it on Instagram and Twitter at Good Vanilla Pod. And you can also send me an email at goodvanillapod at gmail.com. Also, go ahead and check us out on Facebook. You can find it very easily by just searching The Good Vanilla. And if you are enjoying the podcast, please be sure to subscribe and leave a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts. We got a new one this week from Wendell Wild. The title of the review is called Love. And Wendell writes, I am so happy I found this podcast. Nick's voice is so smooth and the podcast is so well done. Thank you, Wendell Wild. Also, if you want to know where to get more of me, you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Nick Kachanov. And you can find me every week on my other podcast, The Best Supporting Podcast with Colin Drucker. Thanks again, everyone, for listening. Stay safe, and I'll see you next time. <laughs>